1: Hi guys. Hey Welcome back to episode three.
2: Yay. One, Yay. two, three. I need my sound effects. I keep saying that. I've been saying that for seven seasons. I had them for that one season. Barely. You didn't like it because I kept pushing that fart button.
1: <laughs> we are the new kids. I'm Jermaine.
2: And I'm Sharia. Sure and welcome back. Yay. All right. So it is time for the question of the day. Y'all ready? Mm hmm. Okay. Who's going to answer first?
1: You can answer first. What oh, is some bullshit? Uh-huh. Perfect. <laughs> I like that. <laughs>
2: See? Wow. Mm, thought I had some friends here. Uh, Just turn again. It'd be your own people, don't it? Mm hmm. So the question is if you had to live the life of a sitcom character, who would it be? I am going to choose Ashley Banks. because that's cute. They was rich. <laughs> she didn't really get in a lot of trouble. And,
1: yeah. She was cute. She could sing. Yeah, she could
2: a see. Nice girl. Mm. Very smart. I like her, so I'm going go with her. Okay. Do Okay, I have two. Oh, look and at I'm, you.
1: I'm going to tell, tell you the reason I have two. Because mm-hmm. it's Black History Month. So one is black. Okay. And if it wasn't Black History Month, <laughs> <laughs> this would be my other choice. Okay. Okay, so... Um... Because it's Black History Month, my first choice would be Regine, because that's my oh, girl. I love her. That's a She all the good outfits. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fine men. I was just about to say, and hey, the fine men. But Cadija's men. Yeah. Also. Ooh, they was too fun. <laughs> listen, <laughs> too fun. she won't even stress the them. Like, mm. Casting for that show, bless y'all.
2: Listen, because I still love Scooter to this day.
1: And I just feel like, what happened? What happened? Is it something in the water? Cause I feel like men from like the 90s... Are way and, finer. Yeah,
2: girl. There's something in the Happy Meals in the early 90s <laughs> that they gave us. Something happened.
1: Okay, and then if it wasn't Black History Month, my second choice would be Samantha.
2: Sex in the City. I was like, what?
1: Mm. Okay. Mm. I love Samantha. white' She was a queen.
2: I'm mixing my characters up here. She's not the main character, right? Carrie. You okay. thinking about Carrie?
1: Good. Okay, good, because Carrie got on my nerves. No, hated Carrie. She was the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Did y- hated. y'all watched the new All one? The Mm-mm. whatever
0: it's called. Uh, it's I like liked Carrie
1: them. Diaries. No, not Carrie Diaries. Uh the like actual Sex in the City reboot with them on it. Yeah. I
0: have I like that. Yet.
2: I like that better than the original. Really? Really? I was a big fan of their movies.
1: Yeah, the movies. Like, the are... show was
2: good too, but like I really mm-hmm. enjoyed The movies the are
1: good. Movies. Now Carrie was the villain, but them fashions ate down.
2: Oh yeah. Definitely. Okay. Great choices. She was Great gowns. One. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Mm-hmm. And then big
1: was.
2: Oh yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I see him and stuff now.
1: Like go on. Okay, I thought you was dead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he probably is, but I still be seeing him on stuff. Hmm. Cause he was on, wasn't he on Law and Order? One of the. Um, I think he's on the original
0: Law and Order.
1: No, I feel like he won One of the. He might be on one of the spinoffs as one of the cops. I can't it, remember. It ain't SVU,
0: I'll tell you it's that. not. Uh-huh. And I know it's, it's not criminal down.
1: intent, but I feel like he on one of them that used to come on uh, USA.
2: I just can't. Yes, he's on the one that had the um, the cop for, that was that uh, alien from Men in Black.
0: Oh my God! How do you know that?
2: Because I love Men in Black. I'm like obsessed, <laughs> and I also it's love so long many. Order. Isn't
0: that like the long one of the longest shows ever? It is. <laughs> it the S- Simpsons F- up there movie. too, yes. like. Yes. They're
2: so, on season 25 or, like, 26 or something. I think
1: Supernatural got to, like, season 23 or something like that. And they're also looking at more seasons? so... Oh, yeah, a lot of seasons.
2: Because they started, like, early 90s. Yeah. So they're looking at... They give them the longest, even though, you know, there's right. other shows. I mean, as long season. as there's going to bullshit
1: in the mm-hmm. world, SVU is never going to run out of storylines. Never, because all you
2: yeah. are going to do is change some names. <laughs> right. And change the situation a very tiny mm. bit.
1: And then it's going to be on there. It's going gonna,
0: it's gonna to be SVU. Yes. All right. We ain't forgot about you.
1: Mm-hmm. I was giving you some time.
0: I mean, I I just, <laughs> I've always wanted to be a superhero type girl. So, okay. either like a Power Ranger, honestly, or like one of the X-Men characters. I used to love okay. X-Men growing okay. up. So, I would love to be one of them. So, if you was going to be a Power Ranger, which color? Hmm. I, pink. My favorite but I think people underestimated pink because it was pink and you know, she was a girl so mm-hmm. I, w- I would go with pink or of course like classy black so okay. one of them good choices I choice. might be a new color I don't know yes, yeah that on, was always say, like a reason. lavender power ranger yeah. or something on, lavender. <laughs> go be great in, in your lavender your lab- <laughs> that's why I start laughing <laughs>
2: <laughs> I cannot hear that color without thinking of that video that yeah. be go be, great in, go be great in your lavender all right so now it's time for the Millennial Minute where we give some local, well, not always local, some millennial business owners a shout-out. Mm-hmm. So I will go first. Mm-hmm. I will give a shout-out to Fly Girl Fragrances. Um, Imani provides um, oils. So she has all these different flavor or not flavors, scents, I guess. <laughs> don't, I don't eat know. them. Yeah, please don't. I don't <laughs> think they're edible. But um, she has, like, there's one called Magic in the Air. There's a baby powder scent. There is a Dove scent. There is um, my favorite one, the Riri. It smells so good. Um, so I would imagine that's what Rihanna smells like, and I love it. So, yeah, shout out to Fly Girl Fragrances. Check her out. Her Instagram is FlyGirlFragrances underscore. Okay, that's it? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, my Millennial Minute shout out is going to go to Nisa. Hey, girl. Hey you can find her on Instagram at bath b0 not the letter o the number zero. Okay, <laughs> mbbae that's bath bomb bay, and of course, obviously, she makes bath bombs, so please go check her out. I love Nisa, um, and we definitely need
2: to have her on the episode. Yeah, I didn't even I'm think down. about that, but yeah, so I feel like y'all should order from both of them because you can get a bath bomb, and then when you get out your bath bomb, you can use your fragrances.
1: Okay, good self care, you know, get your life. Period.
2: Period.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, so now we are at the new kids' university where dun, dun, dun. That, I don't know why that was. I was about thing. to
2: say that sounds so foreboding. Flutter the bumblebee.
1: Y'all, I just <laughs> every time, every time. We give you important... What do we call it last time?
2: Lessons?
1: No, we didn't call it lessons. We called it something very insightful, but I don't remember what it is. So, got to listen to the episode. It wasn't that
2: insightful, because you don't even remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we give you opportunities to learn. I think that's what it was.
2: Learn you something.
1: Yeah, and grow and develop and all that other good stuff. So, as Professor Mandal, I am going to give you a lesson on diversifying your skill set. In today's day and age, we know that we have to be multifaceted to be, you know, to put ourselves apart from the rest, to set ourselves apart. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be the Jack or Jane of all trades, but it's definitely good to have more than one skill set in your arsenal so that you can promote yourself across different genres or areas. Um, now you definitely want to make sure that you are good at these skills. <laughs> you don't just want to say, "Oh, I can do X, Y, and Z," and you can't do it because too many times we have seen that not work out well.
2: Mm-hmm. That lady doing sign language on that TV. <laughs> and,
1: hello, and I was just—I uh, was just about to say—have you seen the TikTok video of a girl who lied and said that she was good at roller skating and she fell off the stage at the
2: apparently uh, she's a liar.
1: But the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> I saw the video, but apparently that video is not the truth.
1: Well, either way, it's a good example well, she of gotta how not to lie. Makeup in because that eye look real. Okay, it looked real bad. <laughs> I was like, yeah. um, but yeah, diversify your skill set. Talk to people around you. Pick, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to pick up skills that could be used in the work environment. It could just be something that you like to do as a hobby or something mm-hmm. that you you know use as stress relief. But it's definitely good to be. Good at more than one thing.
2: Yes, I agree. The end. Great job. <laughs> gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> All right, so my lesson is very simple, and it is just to advocate for yourself. I know that oh, it sounds yeah. very, you know, cliche, I guess would be the word, but um it's a reality. Um, I like to think that people don't do dumb things intentionally. hmm Um, Mm. but sometimes they do so So when they do it's very important for you to advocate for yourself Uh, make sure you have all your ducks in a row when you do advocate for yourself Um, and say like what needs to be said corporate jobs they suck so (laughs) it's already bad enough that you gotta work but to have to work in a place where you don't feel appreciated um, it's just not fun so make sure you advocate for yourself make your workspace um, a place that's beneficial for you um this came about because I saw a tweet about how longevity at a company is not as rewarding as people think it is and how like if you take an example of two people starting the same job mm-hmm. with a 100k salary mm-hmm. a year and then one person A gets 6% raises each year pending on their performance. Mm-hmm. And then, so that person stays at the company for three years. So now, you know, they've increased in their salary. But then you got that same, uh, the other person who maybe only stays two years and then uses those skills to go get a different job that's now paying them, let's say, 175K. Mm-hmm. It would take that person that's at that company a longer time to get to that goal or get to that income. Um, and so I was thinking about that, like how a lot of people just sit there making the same amount of money. Um, not getting the merit increases that they may have deserved and they're just sitting there taking it just because it's a job.
1: So. We also have to look at the the reality is that longevity is not what it used to be, you know, and I blame Ronald Reagan, but we're not going to get into that.
2: <laughs> um, Excuse me? <laughs>
1: No. What like, do you
2: mean you blame Ronald Reagan? What
1: do you mean? First of all, Ronald Reagan is Take the problem. Economics. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, thank break you. It down. come Ronald on. Ronald Reagan is the problem for or he's the reason for a lot of the problems <laughs> that we experience in society today. But, I mean,
2: he <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting I to say. I don't know it what you were Reagan. <laughs> Reagan. I didn't I didn't not think he was going to say anything about Ronald Reagan. Uh, but, um,
1: you know, longevity for generations before us look a lot different. For us now. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just have to be mindful. Like, companies still try to use longevity as a way to hold over Mm -hmm. uh, you not leaving or if you want to move to a different role or a different position within the company. But don't ever feel guilty for not being loyal to a Mm -hmm. company if you feel like you're not being valued or if you see an opportunity that you think could serve you better. Because... Nine times out of ten, if something happened to you, they're going to replace you, you know, fairly quickly. your anyway. funeral. Well, anyway. <laughs> but, but, yeah. So, you know, it's it's nothing wrong with staying at a company, you know, for however many years. If you feel like it benefits you, if it's working out for you, if things are going great. But it's also nothing wrong with exploring your options either.
0: Absolutely. Right. And I also feel like I saw somebody on Instagram have a story the other day and was like, oh, I hate capitalism. I hate working, but I need money. I'm like, have you thought of entrepreneurship? They are like, oh no. Uh that seems like the only option unless like you go get you a sugar daddy, sugar mama. Like sometimes I'm gonna say entrepreneurship is is the whole answer, but it is another option for employment. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about diversifying your skills and advocate for yourself, those are so essential. When you said that I thought about today, somebody tried to book me for something and I want the bag. So I, I was willing to cut my price down, which I shouldn't be, but Ooh. I'm a hustler, so whoo. Um and she called me back and was like, Yeah, we can get book we are gonna book you for the whole thing. Like I don't wanna and this is a university, so she like we're not like no, struggling they got them for really fun. So I'm like, yeah, that shit's so crazy. It's a lesson to advocate for yourself because Mm -hmm. I didn't. And I'm like, you know, if I did, I probably could have got even more. More, Because what they're paying me still isn't my standard rate. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So, yeah, I think people definitely should look into entrepreneurship. I always push a consulting agenda. Meaning Mm -hmm. that anything you do for anybody else, you can get paid for doing it. Now, Mm -hmm. is it easy? No. No. It's not. You know, as a one person consulting firm, it's really hard to get the same bags, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. And you could be an ordinary person just having your paperwork and your stuff and your work ethic and your deliverables together, and you can go and get that extra bag. Like, mm-hmm. I believe in the nine to, nine to five and having your side hustle or having your business. I just have yeah. having your business consulting. And that's like your vacation fund, your investment fund, your savings, your shoe fund. Like, mm-hmm. making sure you get a new wig every month. Yeah, that's cause I'll be <laughs> Do you? Wig. Okay.
2: I was just a grand. <laughs> wow. You would never call me out like that. Anywho. Okay. So if you want to introduce yourself to the people just a little bit, because yes. we're about to get in your business and then we're going to do the lightning round um after your Uh-oh.
0: introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get ready. All right. <laughs> what up though, y'all? Ghani. My name is Low. Um, I have a business called Kwanzaa Me where I help people celebrate community culture year-round with my products and programming. Happy Black History Month! Hey. Hey. Ah! History. And I'm also a content creator. I have another business that's a consultant firm and I help people do workshops, facilitations, trainings, retreats, things like that. I do event curation, but I'm excited to talk about Black History Month and all things black today. and Obviously some business stuff too, I love it. Yes. Yeah. Extra black except for uh, Jermaine being... Samantha. Samantha didn't I say? <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that. What's that movie where they was skeleton key, where the black people was ancestors and they came back to take over uh, people bodies and they was like white people bodies.
1: Mm. Oh my god! I was, think so, I. Know so, I mean, I'm not about.
0: against it. Why? Why not live one lifetime of not <laughs> more oppression? Like, do you? Ooh, I would be so scared.
2: Like, if I was still my black self in a white body, yeah, I would be, be terrified.
0: Like, First of all, because I'm gonna say nigga, and then I'm. Then I mean. Depending on who you... You're cancel, you cancel not real. So, say for saying nigga. Right. <laughs> Ain't at nobody least. ever got canceled for saying nigga. Please. All right. Hey, Paula Dean, they put her in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, de- it's life at the prison looking Martha Stewart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... My girl came out.
1: <laughs> hey Martha Stewart was a big dog in prison that's why first of all
2: Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg being friends will never make sense to me but I love their
0: chemistry on the um the show mm-hmm. but it just doesn't hey, make sense a bag is a bag get, period Snoop Dogg gonna get a bag so okay. he gotta be friends with a fucking turtle he gonna do it for the bag so. cause he
2: was out here performing at that company meeting and I was like I was like, this is, this is a interesting choice <laughs> Like, Mm -hmm. this is
0: who y'all went with? All right. And they was eating it up. His team doing good. When you see people booked or something that makes sense and they got paid, like, okay, your team really eating Like They
2: shooting their shot for you. I love it. I'm here for it.
0: All right. You ready for our lightning
2: round? Let's do it. We're going to ask you a few questions. I would say you got like five seconds to answer, but nobody's actually counting. But, you know, (laughs) do your thing. All right. So, east side or west side?
0: West side. Favorite Coney Island? Oh, none of them. <laughs> <laughs> they all make me feel terrible after I eat it. Tony Island is not good. <laughs> it's better. It is one that's better than others, but no.
2: Okay. Okay, that's a first. I think that's a first. Maybe. I think it's first. I think somebody made up a Tony Island. Yeah, this, they, yeah. Definitely made one up. All right, so... <laughs> If you're taking someone on a tour of Detroit, what food place are you going to take them to first?
0: Shellshock Shock Tacos. Oh Woods. yes, I love Shell Yes, that's a good one. I good take choice. them to floods, depending on
2: if they want it, depending on kind of vibe they on. You mm-hmm, know,
0: floods mm-hmm. has some really good food. I like celebrities, lamb chops. Um, yeah, those are those are ones where I know I feel like can't really hit and won't embarrass me. So
1: yeah, <laughs> anyway. that's the well, that's the point.
0: Floods is debatable <laughs> on whether or not they gonna embarrass you.
2: Yeah, cause they sometimes they be. Cause that service, I'm mm. me. I go in there not expecting to get my food in a time. Timely oh yeah, yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> this Detroit. I can't promise you
0: niceness, customer service, <laughs> timeliness, respect. But the food gonna be good. <laughs> <Okay>. You know, <laughs> at limited places. But cause y'all been I mean, seeing this. I mean, this not lighting no more. But time Tommy coming in eating everybody up. I'm it's so like, ready for him to go home. He not. He is home. What do you mean? It's a baby on the way. He's wearing a Burberry
2: be, shirt. What's I literally on? said that.
0: I'm like, he got a baby mama here. Who do
1: he belong to? Somebody get him. Somebody. They, got got the, homeless, they gave him, him a some.
0: lineup, so he belongs to somebody. Okay. You want to that ball? The, spot? The, man, I don't know. He could get him <laughs> a little lace front. Men can wear <laughs> them too. I'm not money. opposed to man wigs.
2: <laughs> just make sure you keep it together. <laughs> keep it right and tight, baby. I just want to know how we got here. Man. But yeah. except we got some in my man wig, Drew. Start floating away. I wouldn't know what to do. I just want to know how he we used got my lace glue. Yeah, you know, hold it down. Oh <laughs> got I might some lash glue in the purse. We, we was talking about <laughs> Coney Island and food spots. Sorry, how do we get here? Okay, 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 okay. Food spots. We started talking about time,
0: time. Then we
1: started talking about his bar. Child, oh, sorry. it is tears Anyways.
0: in my. Eyes. He cool. So <laughs> he was somebody was online like you, you. This is great, and you fun. And he was like, um. He like thank you the person somebody coming and like that's a man. He like I don't care, love I love everybody. I'm like, period, like Okay, what's your matter? They said you're fine. Damn.
1: Nah.
2: Hey,
0: hey, your man. <laughs> 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 All right,
2: so you're in a dance battle for your life, okay? <clears throat> you gonna hip roll or you gonna jit? Hip roll. Hip roll, that's a good one. Okay. I like to think I would jit, but I I can't.
0: I don't wanna mess my shoes up. i can't
2: gonna <laughs> do with <laughs> I I'll be good today to get to doing all like dropping mm. and carrying on. My legs can't, my kneecaps can not handle it.
0: Mm. All right,
2: best Fago flavor.
0: Just just shoot me. I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I, my top 3 is Rock and Rye, Ew. um Cream Soda. Oh, this is getting worse. That might be it. I don't think there I get. Are, oh, red pop.
2: Okay, there are and literal that, you're tears. You're toxic. In my red
0: pops like the most ghetto, <laughs> just unhealthy. Red dot forty all through my blood. Yeah. Like, but those can red fade go me down before
2: I drink a rock and ride. Man, yeah, rock
0: and rye's so good. Mm-hmm. Ooh wee, rock or and like, so good. Wow. Change whip. It's mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, I
1: am literally over here crying because she said, just shoot.
0: <laughs> I'm like, my brain started like, uh. I don't a know. Rap.
1: It is a wrap.
0: Because then when you at the little, like at the picnic or something, it's all the cold fago. they all kind of look good. Like, okay, orange looking good. Purple looking kind of good. A little lemon line. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to definitely go for a red pop. Yes, red pop is good. That's the grape toxic. flavor is good, too. Yeah, that made me feel real ghetto. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we like ghetto things over just here. So right. Just, you
2: know, <laughs> just a little ghetto. Just,
0: just a little ghetto. bit.
2: You got to have a little bit, you know, balance mm-hmm. out. All right, so now we're going to get into your business. You ready? Let's do it. All Is right. Is there around? No, no, no,
1: Okay, no. That good. So okay. Not <laughs> yeah, you could, you could turn it, you know, turn it down a little
2: <laughs> you bit. You know, take a little breather. All right, so what was the inspiration um, behind you starting Quantum me Yes,
0: so... So a little bit about me. I didn't grow up celebrating Kwanzaa. It's something I recently adapted in the past five years. So, people were taking me to Kwanzaa stuff every now and then. I would go with my sorority sister. I would go to friend. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like I like black people. Like y'all dressed in African clothes. That's cool. Um, and the the year, the year I started Kwanzaa, me, I think I had quit my job, got fired from my job, whatever. Um, it was like, you know, I just want to do something different. I, my background is in nonprofit development, okay. social justice, community organizing. So I've always been about community and share values. But I got tired of working for other people, and I got tired to really put my heart and all my heart energy into stuff for it to just be somebody could can get rid of you at any moment. Yeah. And play on your top. Mm-hmm. And take no accountability. So I'm like, all right, well, let's just see. So. One day I was riding in the car with somebody. I'm like, you think it's a um, Kwanzaa would be a ghetto name? Like, do you think it's, like, too petty or childish? They're like, no, that's perfect. I'm like, bet. I celebrated my first Kwanzaa, um, like, on my own in 2020. I had mm-hmm. my Kanara, which is the main piece of Kwanzaa. You got to have seven candles for Kwanzaa. I, I got my candles from all over. Mm-hmm. And I had a bowl of water for libations and a picture of an ancestor, Fannie Lou Hamer. And that was, like, my very humble first Kwanzaa setup. And it was cool, but it was a lot of stuff. I wish I had a helping hand in. Handy and I didn't have a Kwanzaa community or nobody in my family celebrated. So I'm on Google literally like, what do I do on the first day? Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. is like this. but I'm like, you know, who wants to, for a black cultural you know, heritage and tradition, who wants to go on Google for that? So mm-hmm. a few months after that, I thought of a name. And I'm like, you know, what if somebody could come to a place where they get everything they need and want? Um, it's updated and modern. Kwanzaa was formed in 1966. So it's fairly new. But it also means people that usually do it are fairly old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 29 and every time I walk in a room people are either 50 and up or like 10 and under you know you so know, but you know what yeah.
1: so it's funny that you say that because so my family has celebrated Kwanzaa since 1990 so I grew up around you know celebrating Kwanzaa mm-hmm. knowing like all of the pieces all of the history of it but I realized like as I got older that it wasn't common
0: like right.
1: a lot of my friends would come over and they'd be like what is happening like why? For real. Why is it all this kente cloth? Like, you know, what is going on? So I definitely appreciate the approach that you took because you you wanted to learn and you wanted to actively participate in something that you didn't know about. So instead of just sitting around on it, you just did it. You know, mm-hmm. um, because it's it allows people to connect with a different understanding of their history.
0: Right. Absolutely. So I yeah I started my first year. I really kind of did something for Kwanzaa. Me, I did, like, an online Kwanzaa one-on-one with some of my sorority sisters. And they like, oh, we like it, da-da-da. A few months later, <coughs> I started making things for it. I'm a woodworker, so I actually make the canards. I make okay. custom ones, oh, wow. too. And I give people a whole kit. So, you'll get, like, the canard, candles, cup, corn, mat. Cup, corn, and mat are mm-hmm. all, pe- like, traditional pieces to Kwanzaa. Um, you'll get a Kwanzaa guy. So, I kind of wrote out explanations on how to say everything, the colors, what to do on these days. Like, really the kit I wish I had. Yeah. Because... It, it's still not there. Like, yeah. it's not any competition for this thing. And some people do sell canards, but one, they're usually not handmade, and they're yeah. usually outdated. Like, when they started making canards in 1966, they chopped a piece off a tree and drilled holes in it, and that was a canard. Uh-huh. So, coming from very humble roots like that to something more modern, updated, something sleek, something that can be viewed as African-American modern art in the home is, is really one of my goals. and something I want to do. But also, my first year I did it, um, I told myself if I did 50 orders, I'm going to keep it going. Because I'm getting past the break-even point. It makes sense. People want this. And I made 54 orders. So I'm like, oh, God, I got to keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I did it. Um, The next year, I'm like, well, you know, I really love teaching, facilitation, workshops, programming. This is my thing. I really can do that. So I added that. So I do, like, diversity, equity, inclusion workshops, uh, consulting. I do, like, Kwanzaa workshops. Next week, I have four Black History Month workshops all that you of them are Eastern, um, all, yeah, all in the same week. So mm, those are the type of busy. things that I'm doing. Child, okay. <laughs> and it's busy, busy. really, it's
1: really hard to find Kwanzaa related things mm-hmm. outside of Kwanzaa. Absolutely. Like trying, I remember we were trying to get replacement candles because the candles we've been using was old as hell.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and it's really hard to find black, red, and green
2: candles not during Kwanzaa. Yeah. Like, right. right. So, with the candles, like, because I've never celebrated Kwanzaa before, so I'm learning today, or learning more today. Yeah, Does it have to be, like, a specific candle, or just, like, the color is the main thing?
0: So, Kwanzaa is a seven-day cultural holiday um, that celebrates Black community, heritage, and family. Each day, there is a different candle that's lit. It's three red candles, three green candles, and one black. And each candle does have a specific principle, Kwanzaa Mm -hmm. principle, that it aligns with, so... You know, I I don't get too deep into tradition, but that is the one thing I'm sticking about. Like, okay, there is seven candles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get these codes together because I'm selling them. So let's just, and let me teach you the order once you do them. And that's the only thing I really get about. Other than that, baby, if you want to draw your canard, do you but draw the right colors like even with kids like mm-hmm. i'll be kind of like okay no i ain't no purple crayons on the candles like <laughs> it's red black green
1: like you, yeah you light them in a specific in order. order right yeah.
0: yeah you know so yeah that that is um the, it is red black and green candles and it is each candle goes to a specific principle and these are all things that's also i meant to bring y'all some but i'll just send it to you um and the kwanzaa guys so i sell <laughs> kwanzaa guys if you like okay it's February, it's Black Christie Month, but we'll snap and Kwanzaa be here. Yeah. Uh-huh. It'll be that time. Everything I'm a small business. I make everything by hand. So if you think you about to come in the day before Kwanzaa, like, oh, I wanna be saved by Kwanzaa, okay. <laughs> Baby. For the people
1: who don't know, can you tell them when Kwanzaa is traditionally celebrated? Yes.
0: Kwanzaa is December twenty-sixth through January first. Um each day each day is a different stands for a different Kwanzaa principle. Um, I always got to sing this song to remember, but I don't like singing for people. So, <laughs> Umoja, Chakalia. Umoja means unity. Chakalia is self-determination. Ujima is collective work and responsibility. Ujama is co- cooperative economics. Nia means purpose. Imani means faith. And co- faith and Kuumba means creativity. So, every day we light a candle on the Kanara to just represent these. You might reflect with your family. Y'all can get up mm-hmm. and hustle. It don't have to be no old... You know, we gotta do it. Ego spiritual. spiritual. (laughs) You don't gotta like, I mean, it can be deep too. You can get your sage and be like, I shade to the, you know, whatever you wanna make it, do you? But me and my people, one year I was so tired, I just let the Google canard, like, you know what, we light the candle on the the phone because I gotta go to sleep. (laughs) Fonds get real hectic in the last two weeks or just December 1st till. Mm -hmm. It's real hectic for me. So, yo, Kwanzaa, everybody Kwanzaa can look unique to themselves. And I really push a Kwanzaa everyday agenda. So, it is Black History Month, but I am going to be talking about Kwanzaa because education matters, one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, black people, we we be on CPT, so I'm trying to do the reverse thing. Like, EPT. Like, I want the early, early colored people. Like, I just want us to get us right here. And also seeing the ties to Black History Month. You know, like, Kwanzaa and Black History Month are both Black cultural times where black people ourselves said, hey, we want to make this thing for ourselves. Like, Kwanzaa yeah. was invented by black people in California, so it wasn't made in Africa. That's a myth that people think. I it was made, I was made in Ca- Africa when I was young. No. Right. People <laughs> be thinking that. Now, they did study African traditions and African mm-hmm. harvest festivals to yeah, put, put a lot of And they do pay honor
1: and homage to, you know, like ancestors and stuff like that. Of
0: course, you know, but it's not an African thing. Matter of fact, when I was first starting my business, I went to all, like, the little African stores in Detroit, Metro mm-hmm. Detroit, and they, like... Kwanzaa, what you mean, Kwanzaa? Like, Kwanzaa print? And I ran out like, they don't know what Kwanzaa is. Don't you? <laughs> and then African Americans, or you know, non Africans, I guess. So, I don't know, I'm black, so whatever. Mm-hmm. We'd we'll be like, that's for Africans, or that's not for me. And it's like, okay, well, I'm. And then white people walk up and be like, hey, what's up? Like, so we're just all confused. <laughs> like, Africans don't know what it is, black people do not think it's for us, and white people are really eager to learn and yeah, all up in. Yeah. So. That's it'd be it's a really weird position to be in because, you know, I, I be at pop ups and stuff like that. So people come up, it's either really for you, it's really not, or you like scared. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't Yeah, people know, get intimidated. Parents, yeah. yeah. You know, like red, black, green, I don't know. So it's it's really I'm really pushing an agenda to make it more relatable to people. Like, you know, I have a beautiful business. I have a beautiful spirit. I'm a beautiful entrepreneur. But there are also people who don't always believe in the things that I do. They're mm-hmm. like, you know. Listen, saying, I'm going to
1: bring you on my family, girl. <laughs>
0: Listen, period. They love
1: you, especially I, my auntie.
0: Yes, <laughs> because I want to get more into doing. I, I facilitate workshops for businesses and corporations. But I want to facilitate more intimate family gatherings, mm-hmm. too. So just being like, okay, let me introduce y'all to some of this stuff. I want to learn what y'all usually do because mm-hmm. I don't want to completely just. Be like, here, do all my things. But you, if you've been doing this your whole life, y'all have family traditions mm-hmm. around Kwanzaa. I just want to add something, too. They'll be like, all right, we going to hustle. We in Detroit. And this like, stuff sure. that you, they could, you know, impart on you, too. And it's a learning
1: experience. Because I've learned a lot of things. And to look at the history of it, like, my aunt keeps everything in, like, a storage container. So going mm. through and looking at the old photos and, like, looking at the old documents that they still have from the 90s and stuff like that, you know, every year it's like a reflection. Absolutely. And seeing how far we've come and how far, you know, we can continue to go, too.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's literally what Kwanzaa about. It's I do joke, like, it's seven days of gifts. Ah, And it is, but it really pushes, like, you know, handmade gifts, meaningful mm-hmm. gifts. Like, you can definitely buy me a Glamaholic, you know, luggage suitcase for Kwanzaa. I would not okay. reject it. But if you like, you know, a little... I know that I mean for me, I'm and also my love language is like acts of service. Like, you know, I, I know again, real hectic in December. Let me come and do three loads of laundry. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. gift for me. Like, oh my God, yes, do my laundry. You know, just putting them back when you get back. So it's it's a it's a really meaningful holiday that I feel like if more people knew about it and we got to dispel more myths, then they would really be tapped in with it. Because then, when I started the business, what I did was look up like, okay, how many people celebrated Juneteenth? I think it was like twenty twenty where we saw a big just boom Mm -hmm. in Juneteenth before it even became a federal holiday. Yeah corporations, individuals, businesses was acknowledged and celebrated Juneteenth. And I'm like, well, if y'all got the energy for Juneteenth, uh, Juneteenth is how we celebrate our ancestors' freedom, but Kwanzaa is how we plan our own. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's a tie between, if you are, if you tapping in with Black Christmas Month or you tapping in with Juneteenth, then go ahead and go Kwanzaa. Just keep it going. Go ahead. It it, it only makes sense. People want to call it Black Christmas, do you? Like, all right, say less, just know the principles or something. Like, Light a candle for me. Like, Do your big one. (laughs)
2: So that kinda goes into our second question here. you kinda touched on that a little bit earlier too. Um, how do you handle people that are resistant or not willing to accept um the knowledge that you provide or that you have?
0: Say less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean for people who are who do
2: wanna learn. So if you don't,
0: oh excuse me. Like, you know, i am just I'm, I'm not I'm not about to be like, no, but you gotta do it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Some people get stuck on trying to force information on the mm-hmm. people and that's no where way. they get hung up and you, no sometimes way. you gotta know when the, when the that's not enjoyable
0: for nobody but me to be trying to oppress you with my opinions or with my culture or stuff, and you like no like I ran into a lady one time at a June tape event she had on shaky. she was Miss Africa and everything <laughs> and I said something about Kwanzaa she said oh no I don't do that uh uh-uh, uh baby I don't do it y'all good luck with that though and I'm like, you're confused. So that's why I can't even. I'm ha- you're confused, and I'm not even in the zone to unconfuse you. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna just step away. Like, but just people, confused. people do have. It's a couple of things. People do have a uh, to Kwanzaa because you know African booty scourges. Let's just start to hear. <laughs> like you just think it's an African thing that is no part of you, or people have um, um, believe that Kwanzaa is in conflict with christmas and it's not Mm -hmm. they're two Mm -hmm. different things you can celebrate both and kwanzaa isn't religious so anybody can learn about it celebrate it and appreciate it now if you're not black you know there's levels to this i don't want you in here with dr you know with me but you could always buy a kwanzaa me Kit and get to a black family you care about Mm -hmm. like you could always tell your job to come in and do a kwanzaa me workshop you know there's there's definitely room for everybody to learn about kwanzaa and engage respectfully but the people that are naysayers do your... Do do you. Like, I'm literally creating this lane for me and people who are attracted to what I do. So, if you're, mm-hmm. like, coming, you be like... Like, I, I do something called Kwanzaa Claus for little, little kids. So, they, like, can relate. Like, mm-hmm. I come in in an African skirt and, like, with a Kwanzaa shirt. they like, oh, Kwanzaa Claus. People hate some elders. I would just name one or two. They hate it. Because in really? the Kwanzaa, in the Kwanzaa tradition, you're not supposed to mix with European traditions. Technically. Oh, but I'm okay, like, bro, the Bible was written... Blah, 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 years ago, that was written, blah, blah, blah. I'm dang on 29. You think I'ma listen to someone wrote <laughs> in this 1966? I'm good. Like my Kwanzaa will never have to be like yours. Cause yeah. it's mine. Like, that's one thing in my my conviction and Hill I die on. You can't never tell me how to do my blackness. Mm-hmm. And I can never tell you how to do yours. If you mm-hmm. like, I hate your Team, I hate Black History Month, I hate Kwanzaa, do your Bro, one. You coming, I hate Black History Month. Well, why do we need a month? Our history is American. Like, people just Mm-mm. be so, I'm like, okay, if that's what the hill you want to die with, go ahead. I won't be battling you. So, even my family, they're, they're not naysayers to Kwanzaa, but they like, okay, girl. Like, <laughs> we don't support you. We love you. I but, guess. You know, my mom be I like, I don't need Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. I'm black year round. I'm like, all right. Okay, okay girl, <laughs> Say less. But you know, my mama still do love and support me. She mm-hmm. will. And that's another thing about getting support in your business. Mm-hmm. One, asking for help. Be real. Don't say no. but Don't nobody support me. When the last time you asked. Ask. Ask, or yeah. when the last somebody's time somebody seen you doing work. How mm-hmm. can I cannot help you if I'm like, oh, I, I don't never see you do work. So how do I know I the help? I don't no more. You know, and know people's, like, people's strength. Like, my mom will. I'm going to a little. Oh, this there little you go. Know. a little. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hold on. Okay, cool. Yep, there we go. My mom will write handwritten notes for me for my business. We'll do 50 of my. Like, here you go. She won't go to a vendor table and talk on my behalf, and that's cool. But yeah. just knowing people's lane, like, I think we be in our feelings about business a lot. I understand because our business is our baby, but also be strategic. Like, yeah. If you got a friend that... I got a friend, a sister that's one of my closest sisters, but she's very private. Mm-hmm. So she won't be doing a lot of social media stuff like that, but she will sit down and talk to me and give me, like, some feedback on my business or run through some docs with me, so... Mm-hmm. When y'all, you know, people, it's it's so easy to come to people that's not messing with you or don't support you, but what are you doing on your end to really have people help you for real? When somebody mm-hmm. come to help you, is it chaos and confusion? Mm-hmm. Like, are you a micromanager? Is the, class, is the task not clear? Are you give, trying to give them a task that's totally outside of who they are as a person? We got to know how to ask for help, and that goes beyond just saying I need help. It does. Because yeah. some people, they don't have, like, I was actually having this conversation with one of
2: my friends the other day, like, you have to go for go to people for what you know that they have. Right. So if you know somebody's like maybe they're not an emotional person, don't go to them looking for an emotional Tears. response. Yeah. Right. Or, you know. You not gotta know hurt. who to go to. Otherwise you're gonna hurt your own feelings and hurt your own business because you're going to somebody that has no idea <laughs> how to support you. So yeah, that's a good point. So what has been your favorite event or seminar that you have done?
0: I mean, I really enjoy being Kwanzaa Claus. In December, I went to a daycare, and we did, like, a Kwanzaa-type workshop with them for an hour. I didn't get permission to release media, so I have the cutest video in the world that I can show nobody because I don't have permission to show it. Oh. Eh. But the good <laughs> thing about it is I'm like, I'm an eerie, so I instead of giving them my I'm a boss up. Like, if I did it once, I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to have the media release form. So I have the forms now. I am willing to come to a daycare for this kind of price and do it, but everybody needs to sign the for them so I can have my content.
1: Yeah. And but, you know what? It's, encur- it's good encouragement. Like, it, I feel
0: like little kids, you know,
1: make you feel better. They showed.
0: They now. was cheering me on just for walking in with a skirt. I said, yeah. say less. I'll be <laughs> back. Like, okay. let's do it. But Kwanzaa Claus was honestly one of my favorite ones. It just it just felt really good to really be instilling this in the next generation. Now, all these mm-hmm. kids was under six. I got to, um, and that's the thing, too, about Kwanzaa. Like you said, it's hard to find things year-round, but it's hard to find Kwanzaa stuff, period.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I type in, I go to f- Facebook marketplace to find some Kwanzaa and it'd be a non black person with a sweatshirt trying to charge sixty dollars. I'm like, Yeah, I got twenty five. They're like, Okay, you know. Yeah. Or I gotta um I went in the show with the kids, I have a rug wax Kwanzaa VHS. And I felt like I just felt like mother, I don't know mother time or something. I'm like, let me show y'all this VHS <laughs> look, children, like, right here. A they was watching the it. We were rhyming and stuff. It got you know it was just real nostalgic. That was mm-hmm. just one of my favorite moments because they was excited. The teacher had already talked to them someone about Kwanzaa, so they was yeah. like, red oh, candles, mm-hmm. right? So it, that that was just a whole vibe. Like I that was that's honestly one of the ones I felt the best leaving from. Even with me not having permission to, to post the things, mm-hmm. but that was one of my favorite for sure. I like that. I feel like I remember, at, but I don't know. I also went to like a really
2: blacky black school. <laughs> we did. I what remember did learning um, about Kwanzaa. Yeah, we did. Um, we went to go lightly, mm. and then I also learned it at. Um, I used to go to Macy Jemison in like second, third grade, mm-hmm. and so I remember learning it there too. But I feel like it's not still Actively in the curriculum. Taught, like no. <laughs> I don't think no. that's still a I, thing. They've they been yeah. They, they might took to. that up like right after we left. <laughs> it was like oh these kids get on.
1: <laughs> Right.
2: <laughs> They're a little too don't, black. Don't, don't teach them about nothing else black, because they
1: go, they go. <laughs> we, like we also had the experience of seeing black faces, like mm-hmm. on our walls, you know, in the classrooms, in yeah. the hallways. So it was an actively black learning experience. Yeah, Outside of just Kwanzaa, we still had, you know, the whole year, not just Black History Month, where we were, you know, being actively engaged with, like, and not even just famous people, but just black people in general. Mm-hmm.
2: So. I agree. Yeah, I missed that though. That was fun. We yeah. had. because like, th- that was the only time I ever celebrated Kwanzaa. It was like I'm in school. I mean, I'm trying to bring it back in schools. You
0: know, like it's what's up? I need schools to tap in mm-hmm. with me. People, people are like we're losing recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids. Oh, my kid don't know Rosa Parks is why. <laughs> I'm like what's up? If yeah, I understand, sis, you ain't got time to teach the kids about the parks. But request that your school will bring in Kwanzaa me, so we can't have these experiences. Yeah. You think you remember stuff from what? Twenty years ago? Yeah. And the thing is, like, long time ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like more than twenty. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and a, and a lot of the or a lot of the issue with the curriculum now is that if, even if like let's say Black History is included in the curriculum, it's so heavily watered down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to where. When a kid is sa- telling you what they learn, you like, that's not <laughs> that so that's don't sound that's that it don't it sound. It's mm-hmm. just so like so, um, just like generalized. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she was sitting. I, I feel like there was like uh, Rosa Parks was sitting on the bus because her feet hurt.
0: That's <laughs> how that's how Texas be trying to roll out their curriculum. Like, they be like, her. no, say they were interns. They what they said was right. interns or something yeah. interns or something like.
2: It was just, oh, This is why. And it's sad because then that that responsibility falls on the parents.
0: And, right, and then, to, then to like parents and
2: don't teach.
1: have time sometimes to mm-hmm. even go, you know, so far to, like, help their children unlearn. And that can shape a person's perspective for the rest of their life.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and how they interact with other with people. people. Yeah. Because I feel
2: like they're so busy now trying to co- coddle white people that they're... Making them into even more entitled monsters than what they already <laughs> were. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you now you don't even have this even thought, like, while wow, my people used to do X, Y, mm-hmm. and Z, you just think, like, oh, we're the best. We're we're here. I, and I feel like it's going to do a larger disservice, uh, which is why I would never move to Texas or Florida. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, hey, bro. Florida uh, about to uh, fall off. And man. A- <laughs> Not them talking about you got to sign a permission slip for your, uh, Kids to re- read an African American book. Did y'all see that?
0: Mm-mm. This man don't get it on me start. Please don't get me started. It's an
2: attack on DEI. That makes sense. Oh yeah, they yeah. were trying oh, to yeah. do like um a a read out loud event for Black History Month, and all of the parents had to sign this permission slip that said like an African American was gonna be reading this African American book.
1: Well, what's so crazy? It's so it's so crazy that you point out, you know, it's attack on DEI because when you honestly look at the demographics of DEI across the country, it's not heavily minority like led. It's not. Would, it's so, not. And on top mm-hmm. of that, DEI wasn't even technically for us. It was for <laughs> the others to <laughs> learn about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So now that there's an opportunity to get rid of it, they like we don't
0: mm-hmm. need this. Yeah. And people that's hacking it and winning. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're crazy, they're really like it's
1: because it's because they are what's the word that i'm looking for they are attacking it in a way that a lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. they're like it's an undermined and underhanded way they're uh masquerading it as something else mm-hmm. just like uh i can't remember what the group is called but the it's like a group of moms or parents who go around the country to protest like books mm-hmm. the ban books and when you look at the name of the organization, it's not anything that would make you think that that's what their mission is or that's what their right. goal is. But then when you look at their actual work, you see, oh, this is who the people are that's trying to get all the books, you know, all of Take the actual, like, mm-hmm. books that the children need to read taken out of the library. So it's just crazy how it creates. it's crazy how creative white people will go to, like, diminish their impact on our history Mm -hmm, instead mm -hmm. of taking accountability
0: they are allergic
2: to accountability
0: no really (laughs) and i and i feel like too i really just challenge people to turn inward like when i talk about anything with kwanzaa me i'm never talking about white people Mm -hmm. i'm never not like Mm -hmm. yeah they oppressive they're the worst i will only say like yes you can come celebrate and learn about kwanzaa and yes you do have a place so not too much Mm -hmm. but turn inward f what everybody else got going on mm-hmm. turn inward and be like okay what do i want the kids to learn mm-hmm. what do i want like and then you what also can I have take to, out of this right you know and you also have to be committed yourself like especially if you're a parent or if you got young people in your life what, like do they see you read you know are y'all watching black <laughs> movies that are like hey read, watch this movie me about this like and it's mm-hmm. for the culture mm-hmm. everything ain't gotta be about slavery and the harlem renaissance but the the cult the cult classes not so black yes, culture like
1: culture outside of those it, like areas. Yes, those are impactful. Yes, they tell mm-hmm. a story, but there's so much history outside of just what you learn. Even people, you know, what we learned as kids, there's mm-hmm. so much more to that.
2: Mm-hmm. I think, too, like, a lot of, like, TV shows and things back in the 90s used to more so highlight, mm-hmm. you know, the positivity of, you know, maybe they would have a Kwanzaa episode, or maybe right. they would have, you know,
0: HBCU episodes, right. or, you know, just... Being inclusive—it's an attack on black sitcoms. So I'm going to yeah. talk about that? Like mm-hmm. blackish is just like one of the only things people can really say nowadays. I'm like, man, like blackish is just cool, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, like there used to be a time where television was heavily saturated with black faces. Mm-hmm. You know, black yeah. sitcoms, black TV shows, and then all of a sudden. It, was, it wasn't It was even all of a sudden. It was like you started seeing it phase out, and then boom, everything was gone. Like, you had mm-hmm. My Wife and Kids. You had, yep, yeah. um, you know, you had, like, all of these different shows, one-on-one. You mm-hmm. had Girlfriends, and then Ooh.
0: you blinked, uh, and we, everything was gone. Like, we blink and see everybody be in reality TV. We mm-hmm. looking crazy. Like, <laughs> looking just looking, and, and not to say I don't watch it, because I do. I ain't fake about it, you know. Okay. I, I I'm just a girl, so let me just watch my shows and have some relief. But you know, yeah, because
2: I'm gonna watch Love and Hip Hop.
0: Man, and I know I shouldn't. I stay I on, on Love and Hip
2: Hop. Let it go. Listen, I'm
1: gonna watch it. I there is one I will never in my black life turn on Zeus. I'm telling y'all right oh, now. Oh yeah, won't do it. I would
2: turn
0: it on. I just want to keep it on like an hour, but yeah, just I watch like the little
2: clips on mm. TikTok. Mm-mm. I'll do that. Or like if my friends are watching it, I'll I watch. But um. Uh, but when I feel like
0: everything's scripted, I just don't want to watch it either, though. Like, I feel like y'all mm-hmm. always fighting.
2: Yeah.
0: they don't even be good fights. And then and y'all like, switch. The security there and
2: try to fight each other. Like,
0: come on. What happened to the real fight? Like, y'all was besties last week. Y'all fighting now. Nah. Now nah, nah, y'all friends. Like, um, <laughs> I can't keep I can't keep up with that. I'm just I'm just not into it. It, it. Honestly, with all that I have to do, and I got going right now, I don't yeah. have time to watch that. Okay. Like, yeah. That's just where I'm at personally. Like, I'm on go. So... I'll be like, let me go back and watch the old stuff
2: because I love a good, like, start of reality TV shows. Like, a good storyline. Yeah, you know, I would watch Jersey Shore down all the time. Love Jersey Shore. Love Jersey I don't
0: know what the, what the, how that resonated with me. (laughs) Like, I was all all in. Was never, Sammy, I was never missing an episode. I had my favorites. I had the ones I hated. Like, Like, loved it. I think that was,
1: like, that was, it it defined an era, though. You know, and honestly,
2: they're not. That much older than us. I know. Yeah. So I think like that was a thing too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we about to go to the clubs. I just knew I was gonna be in the club fist pumping.
0: And I know that they <laughs> it was happened. Italian, right? Or yeah, they Italian. Italian people are European, but you know they they spicy. So, like they, <laughs> it was a little more relatable. Like y'all not born and stuff. Y'all got. Y'all got these crazy tans, you know, y'all got these, y'all uh, own little slang and G- y'all hell, stuff.
2: Jim Tan Laundry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that show. That's so crazy. With the bumps.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. loving. it down. I
0: cannot.
2: Wow. Oh, I'm going to add that into my questions next time. We're getting a reality TV question in here somehow. All right. So, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the ranch, which I never understood that because that just sounds dumb, but I always say it. So, um, what is something about your business that you wish you had known from the beginning? And this question actually makes no sense now because I am, I'm not gonna lie I thought you like grew up celebrating Kwanzaa so I didn't think that like you know mm-hmm. you were learning
0: yeah I'm I'm learning every day I'll be telling people like let me know something that I don't you know mm-hmm. you can't people can teach me something but you can't tell me too much I'm an area so you can't <laughs> tell me too much but you can teach me a little something but something I wish I knew from the beginning uh I mean I'm a, I can be an anxious girl so I just like if I could just see my five-year plan like tell me what's really gonna roll out just mm-hmm. let me know so I can be prepared and move accordingly but that's not how the world works so mm-hmm. you can't do not that. at all but yeah I, I don't know it's been a it's been a crazy and great ride I feel like this past year and this past Quarter last year, I really feel like everything that I feel like I was supposed to get in year one, I'm getting. So I'm All like, right. yeah, th- I knew this was possible. I knew I could reap this. Mm-hmm. I knew my work. I could put in my work and build the relationships to get the things. I'm getting it. So I don't know. The, the sky's the limits. The um, only thing about me is I'm just very impatient. I'm a manifester, too. So I'll be like, yeah, it, it got to be done tomorrow. When I walk out, I need that email saying I got accepted. I need them reaching out to me. So, yeah.
2: I like that. I think it's... um. I think it's really good to be open to learning. There's a lot of people that get into consulting and feel like, I know so much about this This thing thing, that can't nobody, you know, teach me anything. And um, I just know everything. So I think that's a really good um, quality to have, especially as an entrepreneur. So what is your favorite day of Kwanzaa to either celebrate or to teach about?
0: My favorite day of Kwanzaa is the last one. So I can wrap this (laughs) one up. (laughs) Like, I love Kwanzaa, but here's the thing I've talked about a couple times. Like, you know... I I love the Black Cultural Holidays. I love these moments, but I make a business out of that. So mm-hmm. while everybody else is like, "Yeah, woo," I'm like, "Yeah, woo," like I'm <laughs> I'm dragging it. I'm dragging ass to come and get things done. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm a, I'm a one-woman team. I might mm-hmm. have somebody that I contract for a month to help with this and that, but I don't have anybody that's like, "Yeah, this is my part-time facilitator that picks these up for me. This is my part-time vendor person that hits that." So you know, I'll be double booked and it really just be me or me and my family. We all in the car like Whoa. nine to eight one day. Like, OK, my family gonna hold me down this day. But yeah, that. Can you repeat the question again? Yeah. Uh. So <laughs> what is
2: your favorite day of Kwanzaa to either celebrate oh, yeah. or teach about?
0: Last one. <laughs> yeah. Just I just be so tired by the end of Kwanzaa. I'm yeah. getting healthy boundaries in and setting stuff up, having plans and foresight so that I'm not. Mm, making Canaris the week of Kwanzaa. Like, that's dead. So I, I'm really trying to set more healthy boundaries. And I want to celebrate Kwanzaa myself. So, you know, if you want me to do something during the week of Kwanzaa, it does cost more. Because this mm-hmm. is a holy week yeah. for me personally yeah. and my family. This like, is what
1: I've been building up for all right. year. I have a whole
0: yeah. family that loves Kwanzaa. Like, my, my family that I'm building. So, like, they, they're like, what's up? Like, you you vend every day. You got a workshop every day. But we haven't even been able to do anything as a family. And that's mm-hmm. important to me. So, yeah, definitely, definitely the last day because... <laughs> that's it. Like, and then everybody's so fake with Kwanzaa. It's, it's a big rush. like t- After the first of December, it's a big rush. Everybody like, Kwanzaa this, Kwanzaa this, Kwanzaa that. As soon as Kwanzaa, that last day, boom. I heard nothing. And I kind of like it a little because, yeah, mm-hmm. at least this... Your yeah, break, break. Break. Man, like, I, I don't think I still ca- calculated how much I made last year because I'm still like, yeah, I'm getting off the uh, Kwanzaa train. Now I'm on Black History Month, though. So mm-hmm. it's like...
1: It starts back up.
0: You know, and it's, I always talk about, too... The last two weeks of December are my most turned up. Usually during the year, like my most booked. Like I gotta do this and that, mm-hmm. but that's the time when everybody else gets to just chill and oh, chill, holidays. Yeah. Ah, family, yes, peace. And then January comes, I'm probably rolling on just trying to live and breathe off that, and actually get my eval and surveys and mm. feedback. But I never really get my two weeks or my week off. As an yeah. entrepreneur, like, mm-hmm. if you don't make your own time off, you won't get it. Yeah. Because business, I'm, I'm, I'm always got my, have my hands in a few things. So it's always something to do. So it's always that last day for me that just I can breathe and I know that I'm done. Yeah.
2: I, I mean, to me, that makes sense. Me too. <laughs> so what are your future plans for your business?
0: So, this year, I want to open up um, a performing arts sector of Kwanzami and, like, an arts and humanities. So, performing arts would be, like, African drum, African dancing, and also, like, contracting black choirs to come do, like, gospel things, because people do be looking specifically for that. Mm-hmm. And then arts and humanities is, I want to start up, like, an entrepreneur program. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I don't want to get into black plays too much, because, once again, I'm one person. So, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, performing arts, like, I, I can't be the German, and the dancer and the facilitator, and <laughs> but I want to be able to just, you know, gather people into contract. Like, I feel like the people that currently are the ones to do the African dance or wh- any mm-hmm. type of thing like this have monopolies over them, but I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, not anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm here in this industry, what's up? I have some of the professionalism and some of the corporate approach that y'all don't have. No <laughs> chase, <laughs> all facts, and it's is. What's up? I'm a, I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, they can't... People, if it's only seven days of Kwanzaa or something... I really count December as, like, a month of Kwanzaa because yeah. that's when everybody else... They'll book me for an, uh, an event December 3rd and say it's for Kwanzaa. They'll book me for an event December 15th and say it's for Kwanzaa. So I'm like, you know, I just want to be able to bring people these services and these experiences in a very professional way. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's lacking in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, And professional, updated, and modern. Like, that's... that's people ask my competitive advantage... I'm professional. You know, a lot of times because this is cultural based, people are just used to being Pan-African and vibing and coming and being a vibe and getting paid for what I feel like is not always the high quality or like, you know, the best Mm -hmm. quality because I feel like I'm the best quality. So I want to be able to open up that performing arts. I want to do arts and humanities. I would like to get into doing a Kwanzaa documentary. I just submitted it for a couple Mm -hmm. of film-making incubators to do that because every time I have to teach about Kwanzaa, I have to use somebody else's. You know, I don't like that I am Kwanzaa. So why am I like going to YouTube? You want to be able to use
1: your own voice.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Or if if it's like, you know, a lot of teachers want to teach their kids about Kwanzaa, but they don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I have this thirty minute thing right here, just show them mm-hmm. the things. It's like okay, now they know about it in an updated modern way. Like mm-hmm. you know, I don't,
1: and it expands your audience too because right want to book you, but you your calendar busy or you you know you know what I'm saying.
0: You, so everybody no. can't pay yeah. my five hundred for the workshop, but they'll pay you know a hundred for this module you know. or a hundred mm-hmm. for you know. So I want to be able to work on that. That's that's my plans for this year. I also am working and have like jobs now, so you know mm-hmm. that's your that. Life. But those life. are
2: life be life.
0: Girl, yes, life being <laughs> life. But that's why uh, that's what I want to do this year for and Me. I feel like somebody already requested that I do some performing art stuff for them for Juneteenth, so I'm trying to work on that. But yeah, those are some things I-, I see us doing. I um I wanna get a couple of interns this summer too. One of my goals for my business is to, just to teach entrepreneurship to younger mm-hmm. people because I didn't have anybody showing me that.
1: Like, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It is a viable option and I really want to push the agenda, like I said, nine to five in your business. Now that yeah. is very hard, but if you go the at least you go the consultant way. As black people and if you're a a marginalized identity, you already have a lot of experience and wisdom that just comes from your experiences. Mm. So that's one way you could get into consulting. And I know people like I didn't start I didn't want to get a business. I remember growing up specifically saying I didn't want a business because I wanted to do ghetto business and just get paid under the table. <laughs> Like don't nobody all you gave me that three hundred for the workshop. Just slide it yeah. to me. <laughs> but when I realize that you actually save more when you do have your paperwork mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Like as a as a business, they might take ten to fifteen if you got the right person that's knowing what they doing. Meaning legally, meaning like they know your write offs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But as a person, they taking. I do have no kids 20-30% Like I don't know This is to <laughs> Talk about it You know So it's, it's actually better When you get your paperwork right So that's something I really want to get Young people into Just being empowered And even when you do have That 9 to 5 Having an entrepreneur mindset So being mm-hmm. like Like you said Advocating for yourself mm-hmm. Like Don't let people call you No coordinator When you're really a manager And if they give you The manager title You need the manager pay like, and, period, you know that that's just what it is. And even if you're still in that job, you don't mess like that. And that's that's the fact. Just know that, like, be applying for just like a relationship. When you checked out, you like you might still be there physically, but you're you answering DMs back, y'all. You at the bar, you girl. What no. we doing tonight? Like this? Now a person. They don't even look the same to you no more. They just ugly. Just man,
2: don't partner. talk to me. <laughs> I'm not going to even speak back to you. Just. <laughs> Another thing too, like with consulting, that I like to tell people that are going the entrepreneurship route. Is that a lot of the corporate companies, they're going to train you on whatever, you know, you're doing. So whether it's customer service or sales or whatever, take some of that knowledge. Absolutely. That is in your brain and just use it. Absolutely. You know, I'm not saying steal they documents and start, you know, copying stuff, but use what you know and what you've learned because you can make it specific to you and Absolutely. specific to your situations. Like corporate handbooks are just that. They don't cover every single situation. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure that at one point in time, you've had to apply the policies to something that was real life and make some adjustments. And now, boom, that's your knowledge. That's what you can consult on.
0: Mm -hmm. And just
2: make it, you know, something that you already know. Or, or, you know, learn something. Ain't no wrong with that either. Learn you something. Learn you something. The the resources are there. All right. So have you been able to build any partnerships uh, with some of your clients or customers
0: or... Yeah, so I've I've partnered done workshops with University of Michigan, Eastern Michigan University. I've worked with the Wright Museum. I worked with Henry Ford Museum. Um, I worked with Jack and Jill of Oakland County. Mm-hmm. I worked with. I used to teach debate, like it's like African Center debate for more debate team. I taught mm-hmm. last year, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, the partner the partnerships are are really really dope because a lot of times people come. It's either people are coming to me directly because they want me, or I'm shooting my shot and I get it. Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's very intentional. It's not just like oh we're just we're in the same room. And I said how you doing? I said how you know like people are coming after me or I'm coming after them. We make that connect happen. So they've been really good. I'm I'm looking to partner with Target in the future. I definitely see my products on their shelves because I feel mm-hmm. like I want it to be accessible. I want to cut down the cost of the retail cost for people. And if I'm able to partner with them. I know they're able to cut out my production costs. Like I'm, yeah. one, I'm just a girl, just a woman. <laughs> so if y'all could help me expand that and my branding, my packaging, my mark marketing, I think that would be really dope. But yeah, I really enjoyed my partnership so far, and I'm looking forward to building more. And really, yes, adding to people's experience they already already having. But I'm really to some places just want to come in and transform. I want to do mm-hmm. stuff y'all ain't never seen. Y'all like, whoa, we've never had. Yep, y'all have it. You know, you want to... I, I, and I be, I'm be i really trying to move to, like, a multi-contract thing. So, like, okay. yeah, bring me in for Black Hersey, Melton, Juneteenth, and Kwanzaa. And bring I'll give it. you a discount for booking me right now for all three of them. So, that's what I'm looking into for partnerships.
2: I like that. So, who is your ideal person to collaborate with in the future? What, what,
0: what, what, what? That's a good question. I would like to work with Tabitha Brown. Love um, her. Tiana Taylor. Love her. Mm-hmm. Um... I want to work, with, what was I to work with. I want. I want to get a bigger partnership with the Wright Museum. Like you know, I I've done stuff there, but I want like I want something because. I travel. I I don't gonna say I travel a lot, but I've traveled enough, and I have connections in other major black cities. Mm -hmm. But I want my dopest and biggest connections to be here. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to go to Chicago and go Mm -hmm. partner with they African American museum. They making me fellow of this. Got my you know (laughs) items in the books. Like okay, that's dope. But but sometimes we know how that hometown. I won't say hey. um, The museum don't hate me, but you know how that familiarity. of People like oh you just. Oh, I'm not just that. Like, people over here actually pay me this bag. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, somebody asked me, that. Like, you got an LLC? I'm a whole business. Like, yeah. yeah. That, that's, I have my paperwork. Do you want it? Like, I have business insurance. Like, let's really get into it. I have the things. What What do you need that I don't have? And usually it's nothing. You mm-hmm. know, it might be like, write this proposal. Okay, I have it tomorrow morning. Thank you, AI. Let me get it together.
1: You know, <laughs> yep. Period. So, Use your resources. Yeah.
0: Man, like, you... AR really saves my life. Like, if mm-hmm. you... I, I'm like, man... I'm so happy I wasn't I wasn't in college when AI came out I would've definitely <laughs> just I'd <I'm> screaming. <laughs> I because even if you wasn't using AI in college it's like then the, t- the professors on edge they like AI is destroying academia mm-hmm. A- and AI? I'm like well AI sounds like AI so if you can't tell then just let me go yeah, cause AI definitely sounds like AI some, yeah. some of the stuff like, it, it'll get right in the middle and
2: just don't make no
1: sense Mm-hmm. it's on the like Wavelength of AI at all. like it it baffles my mind how people can get away with plagiarism mm-hmm. because I feel like when I was working on any of my studies from mm-hmm. undergrad to grad school, baby, they was going line by line, red ink line by red by ink, line. making mm-hmm. sure. So like, um, I can't, I don't know what that white man name is, but <laughs> the one who. Um, made all that noise about the black Harvard president, and and she ended up stepping down because he accused her of plagiarism. And then, yeah, and his wife, they <laughs> was like, "Well, actually, since you brought it up," and like they just start digging up all his wife's issues with plagiarism. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Bro, I that's white privilege, cause ain't no Definitely. way, Listen. ain't not nary." <laughs>
2: Listen. Wait. I I turned in something for school one time and we had to do um an originality report, which mm-hmm. I know you're familiar mm-hmm. with. And it came back and it said 98% a match, right? And I was like, what the hell? Like this is not it can't be right. It was matching it to me.
1: Yeah, that's happened to me
2: too. Bro. So it was like my work, and I just mm-hmm. submitted another version of it, and it was like, no, you're plagiarizing. You're plagiarizing yourself. This is me. Like, <laughs> wow. what do you mean? Like, it's so intense, I'm on that bro. tech turn against you, dang. <laughs> I was like, like, well, I'm like in tears. I'm frustrated because, of course, I waited to the last minute to turn something in. So, I just told but him, like, College.
0: I'm Girl. 59. It's me. I, I, I swear. Like, I promise you. I had me a lot of tricks in college. I can't say it on air because I don't want nobody to be here at all, but I do some good tricks in college for some semester of late. <laughs> Listen,
2: it can be done. So, wait. I want to throw in a, a quick extra question. Okay, go ahead. Because you mentioned your sorority sisters. Yes. What sorority?
0: I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. <laughs> You know, I knew this. I knew, I, knew, this. I, knew <laughs> I was gonna be outnumbered. I hate it here. Hey, you know you got a devastating and Come on, come on now. Come
2: I on hate now. It here. Come on now. <laughs> Laters, y'all, gotta, we gotta get y'all on the show. <laughs> I'm booking five back to back, back to back. Flygirl fragrances. <laughs> that's Saida. Come on, girl. Uh, I right, be out then. Ice cream, <laughs> ice
1: cream. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about we talked a little bit about you know you working with children and like that influence, you know, helping them to learn and grow. But we want to know what or how can your work or what is what you do, what do you think that influence is for your peers or people around you? Because you talked about, like, your Kwanzaa family and the family that you're trying to build. So
0: mm-hmm. What does it do for me?
1: Yeah, like, how do, how, do, how, do, how do you think your work impacts your peers or the people around you?
0: <sighs> you know, honestly, I, I feel proud that, personally, a, a good amount of people around me that celebrate Kwanzaa celebrate because of me. Mm-hmm. And not just like, oh, I want Lario's approval, but because it's like, you know what? I sat down, I have one of my, another close sorority sister, my spouse, she like, you know, she got a son. She's like, I'm not tired of Christmas. And so I asked him, like, do you want to get money on tours or you want to like go on a trip or something or whatever? And he said a trip. She's like, okay, we're going to do a trip and start celebrating Kwanzaa. He said, okay, he's six. And they started and now they both like Kwanzaa. Like they <laughs> big on Kwanzaa. Not just because of me, they just big on Kwanzaa. Now yeah. they like, mm-hmm. you know, kids have the Spirit Day shirts. It's all Christmas stuff. She like, where's the Kwanzaa representation? <laughs> I know someone who can help with this. She like sent my information to the schools. Like I'm really young here to be like an advocate yeah. for people to have that other representation because people do all, all out. So, I mean, it, it just feels really good to me to know that I I mean I got so much I got so much love I have the charisma and I have the good business model to pull people in because mm-hmm. y'all could love me all y'all want to I can have charisma all I want to but if I'm on BS it's like girl y'all ain't convinced mm-hmm. I don't like Kwanzaa, or no no quanz quanz is the devil it's against Jesus you know <laughs> but people are like oh you like y'all like oh we didn't know yeah like I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to get the education out here in a way that's engaging and just original and authentic because. It's not out there. Like, yeah. it's, it's not out there. We have no representation. It's about five things maybe you can maybe. show to educate somebody on Kwanzaa.
1: And they old.
0: Man, <laughs> the Penny Proud show be everybody's favorite and that's yeah. cool, but it's old. Like, yeah. so that's why I'm trying to come out with stuff to be like, okay, let me have this thing that is made in 2024, 2025 that could last for the next 10, 15 years. You know, I have different parts of the doc that I wrote up that I want to be. I'm interviewing people from different places and stuff like that. This past summer, I had my first international customer. I have somebody from Paris. Oh, wow. I bought some stuff. Yeah, I'm like, ah. I said, I'm a real business. Okay. Right? Like, I, I hit these milestones that I haven't written but it's in my head. I'm like, when I get this, I've so far shipped out to 20 different states so people ask like, people ask me questions because they don't know if I'm a real business and I don't mm-hmm. get mad because you don't know me. So you don't know me or my business so you don't know yeah, I'm LC. Like been there, did that.
1: But since you asked, let, this is the opportunity to educate you.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. Like, no, I'm not just like a person with lashes delivering it by hand in the city. And there's no shade to that. I'm just not at that level. I'm not there. I'm shipping out to people yeah. across the country. I've been doing that since year one. So yeah, yeah I'll be. Mean, um, I, I'm. I think I impact them, but they also impact me. Like entrepreneurship is very hard. Mm-hmm. extremely hard you know and nobody around me right now in this moment I know it's like Oprah rich so it's not like people mm-hmm. just have money to pour but when people do have moments to listen do have a listening ear, it'd be days where I call okay I'm about to quit entrepreneurship so send me some jobs cause I'm gonna go ahead and put this on the back burner you know they'll send me some jobs but they also like you're not sounding like you like you know they'll talk they'll help mm-hmm. me with things so I've helped them Girl, and learn about Kwanzaa. Be passionate, but they've supported me and helped me so much. It helped me see different angles. People call me all the time with ideas for my business. That even if I don't pick it up as that idea, it just you know it's something. In your, yeah, right. Make make the, yeah. make the wheels turn. I'm like, okay, like I like when people think about my business for me because I'm only one person with one brain. Like, it, and no matter how multi you know multi-faceted I am, how how I can multi has it's always helpful to have different brains. You know, different mm-hmm. standpoints, views. Mm-hmm. Everybody around me don't agree with Kwanzaa or everybody want me not excited like I am but ain't nobody bashing me either nobody like you need yeah. to stop that stupid stuff mm-hmm. you ain't making no money and can't nobody say that because I am making money but also the energy I just the love and energy support I have around me is reflective in how I also help people grow so okay. I love you
1: so with the magnitude of the work that you do and we, we kind of talked about this where it's really a year round thing for you mm-hmm. um, if there was one thing within your work around Kwanzaa that you would like to be remembered for, what would it be?
0: Mm, I think at one point, I had a, a social media Instagram that was like that Kwanzaa girl, and I just don't feel like I feel like I am the Kwanzaa content creator. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's anybody else that's explicitly... and successfully. Mm-hmm making Kwanzaa content, and having an impact on Kwanzaa year-round. Mm-hmm. So I, that's how I kind of want to be. Um, I don't want to be boxed into just Kwanzaa because it's about celebrating Blackness every day, even around Black History Month and Juneteenth, Black August. Like We can start dropping all the Black holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would just say really being that Kwanzaa girl and being able to bring in stuff about the culture and the fun and engage away in all audiences. I can go to the toddlers and the six-year-olds and be Kwanzaa Claus and vibe with them and teach and learn with them. I can go to the corporate setting and wear my Kwanzaa Me polo and show the Penny Proud video and and have trivia and educate in that level, too. So I I think just being able to impact people of all audiences and teach about Kwanzaa explicitly is something I really want to leave behind.
1: Okay. So... You mentioned your five-year plan earlier and how it's, like, looming <laughs> for you. And we, trust me, we've been there. We still there. I was about to Ooh. say, been. <laughs>
2: we we'll be there.
1: Because we we individually have, like, our own consulting uh, mm-hmm. areas, and then we also have the new kids. So it's definitely something that we can relate to. But I want to know, like, what is what is the next level? Like, within that five years, what's the the next level that you see your business or your brand growing to?
0: Yeah, I feel like you spend so much of your time chasing the bag. I mean, what does that really mean? Because are you chasing clients? Like, okay, I would love if you bought a Kwanzaa kid, you bought a Kwanzaa kid, but I want contracts, Mm -hmm. big institutions. Mm -hmm that are well-funded and <laughs> not going to go bankrupt.
1: Okay. Um, and I know for making payments in a timely manner.
0: Okay, so, period. We love timely payments. You yeah, know, so part. I want, I really, in the, in the next, it, it starting this year, I just really want to get contracts that are just, y'all like what I do and y'all need what I do and y'all trust what I do so much that y'all are like, look, we want to book you out for the next three years for Kwanzaa. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I want to deliver. You know? That's the
2: voice for and me. And by okay. that third year,
0: my goal would be to, it not be me. Like, that's really my goal now. Like, I need to. Start, you know, start up my you know facilitation training to where you know I get this thing booked. Let's say they pay me five hundred, I pay the person maybe two hundred to go and do mm-hmm. an our mm-hmm. facilitation. You and know, you and know if, they're
1: going to do it in the and do it well scope, uh, right? What well, the you, expectation that you were there,
0: right? You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm I'm looking to really do that. I want the contracts, I want multi year contracts, and I want people. I want to be at the top of people. It really feels really good when people are like yeah, I saw you last, Kwanzaa, and I didn't have time, but I thought you might do stuff for team. I said, absolutely. Like, what's up? Or it, I don't know, it just be moments where you really put in that work and it comes to fruition as an entrepreneur. Like, it's just, people are always watching, whether yeah. they say something or not. And a lot of times they won't say anything. They're like, oh, I've been watching you, I've been seeing you. I, I don't remember seeing you in any of my Come with my little... I got to do my... Uh, <laughs> Lord. Okay. Grassroots. Where's the donation link? We are going to make sure we sponsor this. Black media. Let's get it <laughs> listen, sponsored. Listen.
1: Period. So, are there any future events, promotions, or specials that you want to share
0: with the audience um, where they can tap in? Absolutely. I should have wrote this down. <laughs> um. So, two things. So, Kwanzaa Me, we provide workshops year-round to help people learn about and celebrate Black Culture, relationship building, community building. So if you're working at a place or if you're in a position of power to be able to bring vendors in or facilitators in, I would love to hear from you all. Our website is kwanzame.com. If you want to do programming, it's kwanzame.com slash programs. P-R-O-G-R-A-M-S. And if you like, look, I'm tired of the Black History Month program and sucking at my job, tap in with me. We mm-hmm. do that. I have degrees, I have the qualifications. Child, I'm not going to embarrass you. I got all my stuff together, my <laughs> one pager. Like, I'm going to come correct. My stuff is there. I'm timely. I'm professional. All the things. And I also say on the other end, I'm so I'm a business coach too with my consulting firm. Okay. And I'm actually starting in March. So March through May on Tuesday, 6 and 9, I'm going to be teaching at Bill Institute um or we have a co-starters class so if you're like if this conversation or other conversations that they have on the show inspire y'all about entrepreneurship y'all have an idea and you're like okay i can go on a try tap in with us the class is on a sliding scale meaning that you let them know how much you make and you then y'all decide how much you pay if anything but i would love for people to tap in with me and that's my consultant firm is on instagram at L Weston co l-w-e-s-t-a-n-d-c-o um i would love to see y'all there it's, it's virtual and it's tuesday six and nine so if you ready to get it in i'm ready to get it in with you and then be sure y'all tapping with me on instagram for kwanza me so at kwanza me k-w-a-n-z-a-a-m-e okay, happy black kirsty month if i found hair from y'all happy june team happy 2024 kwanzaa i told you first don't forget that
1: period okay so we are at our the fan, final favorite question. Okay, <laughs> let's do show. it. Now, I'm going to give you the question. Uh-oh. But before you answer, <laughs> I'm going to also give you some background or some history to the question, okay? hmm Okay, so the question is, if you could switch places with someone for one week, who would it be? Now, before you answer, <laughs> this person can be dead or alive. You don't have to be
0: dead. To right. Places. I could be alive then. Yeah. But I'm saying, okay, you, yeah. like,
1: when you switch places with them, that don't mean that you gotta die. <laughs> That's
0: before, important to know. <laughs> for
2: you to switch places, or that okay? I gotta switch places with them and be in their grave. Okay, like, no, right. <laughs> you still alive. You still alive.
1: No, I wanna be me. <laughs> um, it could be any gender, uh, any time period, any species. I could be anything. Uh, this speech, you know what? The, I want to ask something else. A is, a we, we knew it was going to be a pattern. But um, <laughs> you get all of their problems, all of their successes, all John, of their wins. Baby mama. So, right. Baby, baby mama, mama daddy. baby daddies, crazy kids, mm-hmm. crazy cousins, all of that. You get all of that for one week. Oh, God. Yes. So with Hello. all of that in mind. We want you to think about who you would choose, Soraya, Do you have your answer? I don't.
0: I should have known. Uh, I don't want my problems. I don't think I want anybody else's <laughs> either. I'm just like me and <laughs> their mind. I don't know what y'all facing behind closed doors. Um, yeah, I don't really want anybody's life. I'm trying to think. In my past life, it might have been Oprah, but my girl is. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no, I can't be her. I'm too stressed to be her. I can't. I'm a can't. I'm not. A, I'm not God's strongest warrior for that. <laughs> Mm, I don't know. Who's just seem like they loving life and everything's all good? Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah, Taylor Swift for a week, baby. <laughs> Let's do it because I ain't got to do nothing, but I can be that girl. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, I could wear a coat, make him go crazy. what? How did she win the Super Bowl? I'm like, you are a powerful woman. Okay. okay.
2: Oh, and that man. No, never mind. Go ahead, Jermaine.
1: Okay, I I might be cheating because we might—I feel like between the two of us, we probably picked this person before, but I don't care. Mm. I'm going to pick her anyway. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, if I could switch places for <laughs> one week with somebody, it
2: would be Coach D. Okay, that's a good one. Dancing Down? Yes. Oh, yeah. Coach D, we love love Coach over
1: here. Diana Williams down. Okay, we love oh my, my God, dance she put
2: the baddest heifers on the okay, floor. Period. period. <laughs> First of all, some of them DDPs getting beat up. Okay, if I'm Diana, listen, listen let's oh, talk about
0: oh, it. the yeah. parent, them parents, the parents. They're getting beat up. We have. I mean, working. I'm
2: sure they
1: be fighting. Oh them, yeah, oh, them, yeah. Them, them fighting words be there. So I'm <laughs> sure the fights be there. just off camera somewhere. You came
0: to me,
2: okay? Like. That's how she I didn't feeling call too. you
0: and send my child to you. You watch yeah. your kids. So seat. both of y'all have said Coach D before, probably, probably. Y'all obsessed. That's yeah, funny. We love okay, Coach love her down. Coach D go though. So do y'all be watching Abby? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, Ooh. she she worse Abby. than Coach D to me. She might yeah, yeah, like, get the hell bro, out
2: of here. But but she means it. Funny as fuck. And I Abby funny. is funny, but I would never. As long as I am alive and well, let somebody talk to my child the way Wait, that Abby, Abby talks yeah. to them children. Yeah. Abby
1: had had a lot of them kids fucked up. She but when she was like in that wheelchair, <laughs>
2: scene, ooh, she rolled to the police station. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Where is she going?" And oh, she just rolled. She's it down leaving. The she's leaving. <laughs>
0: comedian. (laughs) One of my favorite
2: dance moms.
0: Dancing Dolls is
2: good though.
0: Yes. I would actually
2: prefer Dancing Dolls over Dance Moms. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially like for the impact that it had on the kids. Like Mm -hmm. for them kids to get grown and none of them deal with Abby or talk to her I feel like she really traumatized a lot of them. Right. And And I don't
1: feel like none of I feel like Diana may have been harsh but none of it was for
0: TV trauma. Yeah, I don't it think was,
2: it was mean-spirited either. No, She
0: a coach, too. Like, you you can't be too many woo-woo-woo as a coach. You got, hey, get up, let's go. Like, yeah, and, and, and she, make them better. Them girls be
1: getting you deals. You can see, yes. like, you can see her um, impact on her students even after they're gone, mm, like, after yep. they're away from her.
2: And I feel like with Coach D, she can actually do the stuff that she's oh, asking yeah. these girls to do. Coach Abby, or Abby. <laughs> No. That choreographer was doing all the moves and all the everything.
0: I was wondering how she teach people
2: though. <laughs> like what? <laughs> she critiques always. She though. doesn't she, teach. She, she just critiques, critiques. what yeah. they do.
0: So she critiques and has somebody else show them how to do it right? Yes. That's insane. She's a goat. <laughs> you and that got, far removed. a whole TV show for it. And she not. It's like you a ghostwriter, but you're not. You're the yeah. famous one. Like, that's, that's like, insane.
2: Like, and then, and then a little writer that Been with her for years. Mm-hmm. And she never really gets the recognition she deserves. So, what's her name? Gianna?
1: I think so, yeah.
2: Yeah, shout out to her.
0: but wow. yeah. So, mm-hmm. who who would you trade with for a week? That's not Coach G. <sighs> uh, um, <laughs> um, Any species.
2: I ain't going to different. So yeah, we right we
1: uh, we I'm had cool this whole it. thing with Nico
2: <laughs> last she episode. She up here, and picked birds. Can't do it. Um, so I'm gonna pick two people because I don't feel like it's fair for me to pick another white man and not pick somebody black.
0: Oh my god, happy Black hair Month! I, okay. Black History I chose Taylor Black. Swift, so I mean, it is what it is. Uh, blackness, we we, we all are different, we not a monolith. So, happy Black hair Month! <laughs> I want to be Taylor Swift. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You saying Taylor Swift in, influenced my answer. Okay, Jason Kelsey has Hello. been having the time he of has.
1: his life, he has been having a great um, so,
2: time. Uh, he Travis is Travis brother. Kelsey's older brother, who is he? That? Plays, he plays. The one that Taylor's dating. Yeah, okay, Jason.
1: Yeah. Plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Jason doesn't oh. play
2: for anybody because he is retired now. He which is. is why he can live his best life. Okay. Yeah. After their realize. last um, okay after that, that playoff sense. game, um, he decided to retire and he's just been just out here, out here. here. <laughs> that fool was at that Super Bowl party with that luchador mask yes. on, <laughs> living his best life. Okay. And then I was, um, on TikTok and seen a clip of their podcast and he said he found that mask just on the floor. And just pick that mask up and put it on his face, just to like a to white party person. The rest of the night. I mean, he did admit that he thought he was going to get pink eyes, so I'll give him some credit. Ooh. He knew it was nasty, <laughs> but still. But yeah, I, I, I just feel like he he's living in this oh yeah he's freedom living. and you know he's retired now he don't too much have to worry about CTE yeah that <laughs> and um you know just <laughs> any um he don't got to answer to nobody right now yeah. outside of the brands that he's working with for the podcast so yeah that's
1: Shout dope, though. Kelsey.
2: Um, and then my second person hmm. or species. Are, I'm not going species, <laughs> bro. I'm not going species at all. I am going to be who's a powerful black okay. I'm going to be Okay. I'm gonna be Lil' John. And here's why. Okay. Because I really am excited to see this transformation from crunk music. To him releasing, um, like, a meditation album. I've seen it. Mm, I'm excited for that. And I also, like, the way his brain works, I want to understand. Yeah. Like, when he was talking about um, Usher originally recording Yeah on the Freaky Leak beat. Mm. And then they didn't know that uh, Pete Pablo had done Freaky Leak. So somebody was playing it on the radio. He said L.A. Reid called him and was like, you know, what's going on? So then he just changed the music Kept, took the vocals, mm-hmm. changed the music and left the drums and created the yeah beat that we hear now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was like, I wouldn't, I don't think my brain would do that. My brain would I'd be, be like, like, oh, like, shit, I gotta it. start off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> damn. Usher gonna have to be mad. But then it ties into like one of the best songs.
1: Yeah, a very Absolutely. iconic,
2: impactful song of yeah. our... Uh, so now I'm, I'm gonna play the songs back to back and see if I can hear
0: it. I, yeah, I was just singing in my head like, <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> and then, like okay. I need um, to say it. these
2: random names: Keisha, hey, well, okay, song, uh-uh. <laughs> Jackie. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that that definitely is like the same little Woo. Yeah, I can see it. So yeah, I'm being little John and Jason Kelsey, two completely different people. So different little people. John don't be partying and stuff no more. He don't, he actually looked like he lost weight
1: on uh on the show. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think he did lose weight. I think also he's just getting older, so he's not doing mm-hmm. a lot of the BS that he was doing. Like, Shit, age
0: don't be stopping the fuckery. I mean, <laughs> I mean you're right because look, I, people be looking crazy as look heck, at, fifty years um, old trying to mess with these little girls. What, little, is they, what is they share? Share almost sixty. with her young right. dude? Oh yeah. Sheesh, mm, but I think she Club it say, say. said she dumped up with him. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I want to go on Club
1: Shay Cha. Uh, go ahead and lead us out, please. Shay Shay okay. and
0: Mike Epps, they said they cool now. Nah. Yeah, no, they took they hands and smiled, okay. but they didn't record no video. So I'm like, is he gonna
2: be on Club? Y'all gonna fight
0: or what? Okay, ain't okay, fighting
2: out because. Well, Mike Epps said he going to fight. Right. So he said we do that other thing. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he said he gonna be outside, ready. All right. So, um. You already dropped all your social medias and everything. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, thank you all so much for listening to episode three of season seven. Thank you to Lo for coming on the show. Make sure you are following The New Kids on all social media platforms at The New Kids LLC. Subscribe to our Patreon, The New Kids Detroit. Visit our website at thenewkidsdetroit.com. And subscribe to our YouTube account, The New Kids University, where we are sharing our knowledge with you. If you have a guest in mind for our show or if you would like to be a guest, specifically if you're Zeta because I'm trying to tire to be tired of being our number, uh, email us at the new kidslc at gmail.com oh my God. <laughs> As always, thank you all for your support. Keep listening and we hope you learned something new today.
1: All right, Bye, y'all. Guys. The new kids are out. <laughs> Adios.
0: Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.